The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do, that's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher-level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Bloomberg Daybreak Europe, weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on London DAB Digital Radio and on demand via the Bloomberg Business app and BloombergRadio.com. Joining us now is Lord Karen Bellamoria, Vice President of the Confederation of British Industry and founder of Cobra Beer. Good morning, uh, Lord Bellamoria. Thank you very much for being with us on Bloomberg Radio. On the energy bill support, we still don't have a final figure on how much the government will pay for this, but new estimates now on the cost. How do they appear to you? Government has got to do whatever it takes uh, to continue to support consumers and businesses as they've done throughout the pandemic. And it's not as if the pandemic hopefully was over in January, February this year, uh, but the crisis has continued with the sad war in Ukraine that has exacerbated uh, energy prices and inflation and labor shortages and supply chain issues. So businesses have struggled now for a long time and they've got looming uncertainty day after day. They need help. And the help for consumers and having the average cost capped at £2,500 is a great help. Similarly, now government is helping business where on average it will be around 40%, for example, for a pub or a restaurant, their energy prices uh, will be reduced by the help from the government. So they've got to do mm-hmm. this because otherwise, as it is, businesses can't afford things. The prices have gone up. It's not just energy costs. Food costs, input costs. Many businesses, including mine, our input costs are way more than 25%, much higher than the inflation rate of 10%. The actual input costs are much higher. We can't pass those on to consumers. So any government help is necessary to help save the economy and save businesses, including when it comes to energy. <clears throat> Pardon me, what government has not done and what the mini budget did not announce and not, nobody talks about is that they need to continue to help businesses with things like VAT relief for hospitality, business rates relief. But Lord Billamoria, none of this. The problem is, Lord Billamoria, that that the government has not explained how any of this is going to be paid for. And that is why the government is in such incredible disarray. And the prime minister is now having to make this speech today that many see as sort of, you know, perhaps make or break in some senses. So how are you going to pay for a question? How did we? How are we going to pay for the four hundred billion pounds the government didn't have that it raised to save the economy during the pandemic? No one questioned that. The problem is the crisis is continuing, 
And that helped. No one's saying it's another 400 billion pounds. But the government is going to have to spend, like it is on energy, is going to have to spend to help get through until this crisis is over. But if the government does that via raising extra debt, the market does not like that. That is why we had gilt yields... um, uh, shoot up. That is why sterling has plunged. It's not sustainable within the market. Well, may I say that the reason the market was spooked was not the level of debt. Our debt to GDP ratio in the UK is still not even 100%. We're the second lowest in the G7. A country like the United States, the debt to GDP is 160%. In, uh, in Italy, it's over 100%. In France, it's over 100%. We are not at that level. When at the Second World War, our debt to GDP ratio was 250%. But the those countries aren't raising the same. Those but, countries aren't raising the same sort of questions over their sustainability of their finances. We saw budgets from France and other European countries in recent days that have been very clearly laid out with how they plan to finance and, these plans. And that as well. is the point. That is the point. That the reason the markets have been spooked. Uh, the three reasons. One is the forty-five percent tax. We all know the tax should be forty percent. It was forty percent under Margaret Thatcher. It was 40% under John Major. It was 40% under Tony Blair. It was 40% under Gordon Brown until just before he lost his premiership. It should be at 40%, but to announce 45% at a time like this was the wrong time. Bankers' bonuses, the cap being lifted, is the right thing to do to make us more competitive and attract investment and attract the best talent. But now is not the time to announce that. And finally, the most important is to announce not a mini budget. This was a major budget. To announce that without an Office for Budget Responsibility report side by side, that's the mistake that they made. And that needs to be done as soon as possible. The 23rd of November is far too late. They need to do that right now to give that confidence to the markets that this is growth plan, cutting taxes, encouraging investment, encouraging growth. What's the alternative to have the highest tax burden in 70 years? Is that going to help you recover? That hampers growth. That hampers recovery. And having austerity, we've seen the damage that did for over a decade. So we need to get back to 2.5% growth. We need to get back to that attitude. And the government is doing absolutely right thing on those counts. Unfortunately, they've gone about it the wrong way. Um, I wonder what your view is is on this. Um, I've been mentioning this figure. 5.6 million Britons claim universal credit. This is the sort of next area of debate. Um, welfare payments you know, from, from the government. Four out of ten of those people are working. I mean, there is... <sighs> It's it's a fair charge, is it not, that business needs to have a major rethink if people cannot live on the salaries that they earn? I mean, does work pay in Britain? Well, we all want a higher wage economy, but one of the issues that we also have is a labour shortage. And the deal with government has been since Brexit, a points-based immigration system. Well, if that does not give us the workforce that we need, the government is meant to activate a shortage occupation list. And last year, if you remember, we had shortages in lorry drivers and butchers and welders. Mm. We kept saying to the government, activate that list. They wouldn't listen. Eventually, they said, for lorry drivers, you're allowed in for three months and you have to leave on Christmas Eve. But that's not going to work. Now, this government is saying, finally, yes, we will activate labor shortages, the, the, the shortage activation list. And that is what business needs. We need access to labor, whether it's agricultural workers or whether it's highly skilled individuals in the finance industry or whether it is uh, doctors and nurses. We need access and we've had a huge labour shortage uh, that we need to address. We're looking at Labour having a record lead in the polls now versus the Conservatives. Could, If you're looking into the future, can you see Labour as being the party of business? I've built my business, Cobra Beer, through Labour, Coalition and Conservative. 
and and I can tell you that the Labour government now is is being is trying to be very business friendly. And if I look back at the Tony Blair era, it was an extremely business friendly government. We had very low rates of tax. We had entrepreneurs relief. We had low rates of capital gains tax. We had a forty percent top rate. Uh, they were very business friendly, and it worked. So if this, uh, if Keir Starmer and Rachel Reeves, there, so far they are reaching out to business, reaching out to the CBI. We've always worked closely with the opposition. We've always worked closely with the government of the day. Uh, but they are trying to be very business friendly. And and I say this time and again, and people don't make this point. People talk about Boris Johnson's 80-seat majority. The main reason he got the 80-seat majority is he was up against Jeremy Corbyn. And mm-hmm. business was terrified of Jeremy Corbyn being prime minister, and, and which would have been awful for the economy and awful for business. Okay, a little bit more of what I'm getting from the conversation. I'm going to be cheeky. It, it sounds like uh, you're, you're reasonably pleased with what the Conservative government's agenda is. The Labour doesn't look too bad either, um, that, that actually that they could both be good for business. So my question is, why are we in such a mess? Bloomberg Economics says that the economy is going to shrink by 1%, perhaps 2% at the start of next year, depending on you know how it does the funding of, of these tax cuts and, and the energy package. I mean, the UK's in some significant difficulties. Yes, but let's please be positive as well. The strengths mm. that this country has, we're, we're a tiny country, 1% of the world's population. We're still the sixth largest economy in the world in absolute terms. We've got the strongest combination of hard and soft power, I believe, almost in any country in the world. We've got great capabilities. Our manufacturing industry is only 10% of our economy, but it's really good quality, strong manufacturing. Our financial services, top two in the world. We're the second largest services export in the world. Our universities are the best in the world, along with America. We've got great strengths as a country. We've now got to get a government that lays out a clear plan, gets confidence back in the markets. The pound has already rebounded, which is good news. We need to have this plan of investment and growth and be focused on that. Because if they Mm. can, for example, give 100% tax relief for investment, that will encourage investment and that will lead to growth and that will lead to jobs and that will lead to taxes and that will lead to paying down the debt. So we've got to stay on this path because the alternative is terrible. You mentioned the weak pound there. I mean, it has recovered from the losses that we saw last week, but it's still down 15, nearly 16% against the dollar this year. How much of a problem is that for business? It, uh, by the way, many currencies are depreciating against the dollar. It's not just the pound. It's, it's in the past not few quite, days. Not quite to the same extent, though, it has to be said. Yeah, and, and, and the scare of getting down to parity, that was frightening. And luckily, we, we, we've bounced back from that. Uh, but of course, it affects business. On the one hand, uh, a weaker pound helps my exports, and Britain needs to export more with only 10% of our companies' exports. We don't have many super exporters like Germany does, of companies that export more than 10 SKUs to 10 markets. We need to encourage exports. So, yes, but on the other hand, we're a net importer as a country. And so a weaker pound makes things are more expensive for mm. consumers and for businesses. Luckily, in my business, we uh, import the hops uh, from, from, from Germany. But the rest of it is all produced over here in the UK. But many other businesses are very reliant on imports. And a weak pound really uh, damages that. We need a, a strong pound. We need a pound that should be at about $1.50. That is where it should be. Bloomberg Daybreak Europe. Weekday mornings at 6am on London DAB Digital Radio and on demand via the Bloomberg Business app and BloombergRadio.com. Hold up. 
Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.